0: Hello everyone and welcome to Nisa nice Today FC, I'm Josh Taylor and as promised, I got a, another episode for you guys just in time before Match Week 6 in Nisa. Nice I think today's show is going to be probably the shortest episode I have today. <clears throat> no, let us just go, let me try it again. Hello everyone and welcome... <clears throat> Hello everyone and welcome to NISA Day FC, I'm Josh Taylor, and as promised, I've got another episode just in time before Match Week 6 in NISA this weekend. So for today's episode, I'm just going to share the latest news that's happened the last couple days since our last episode, and of course, make my predictions for Match Week 6 as we got all 10 teams playing this weekend. So looking forward to it. And here we go. Well, welcome back, everyone. And thanks for tuning in to today's show. I think today's episode is going to probably be the shortest episode I've done since I've been recording Nice Today FC podcasts. But as I mentioned in the intro, today I'm just going to recap the latest news that's happened around Nisa the last couple of days. And then go into my predictions for match Week six in Nisa, which starts tonight. Valley United FC will be hosting the LA Force, so looking forward to watching that matchup later this evening. Now let's get into the news. Nisa Nation they announced Battleborn FC to Nisa Nation Pacific Region, and this was announced a couple of days ago, back on April 26, and the inaugural season. We'll start on May 7th, so about a week from now. So very exciting that the Pacific region is finally going to kick off. I'm going to read a quote here from their sports coordinator, Andrew Robles. Quote, we are the region's first soccer community. Our goal is to have the best men's team in our region and represent it well. We want to continue to be a stepping stone for the top athletes in our area. Now, Battleborn." FC was founded in 2021 and competed in the UPSL and the US Open Cup qualifiers. So this is very exciting stuff, guys. Battleborn FC will be joining AFC South Bay, AFC, Soleno, and Metro FC as the four clubs that will be participating in the inaugural season for the Pacific region in Nisa Nation. Now, as I mentioned, the Pacific Region's season will start on May 7th. The opening matchups will be Metro FC against Battleborn FC, and then the second matchup will be AFC Salino taking on AFC South Bay. And the season, as I mentioned, starts on May 7th and will conclude on June 25th. Now there has been more updates a little bit on AC Syracuse Pulse situation. As I alluded to in my last episode, that I confirmed that there is a new investor ready to take over the club moving forward. And there was an article that was posted on the first team podcast. That's a podcast hosted by John Frashante. And he posted on his website here that that he spoke to Steve Johnson, the NISA communication specialist, about the situation. And a few things that kind of caught up to me was, of course, he asked about the the vetting process and how that happened with AC Sergish Pulse. And Steve Johnson, he talked about that during the vetting process, the ownership met, which is the previous ownership under Samir Belsing, met all the requirement metrics of USSF and NISA. We can't and won't discuss the details of the club management, but suffice it to say a new investor is in position to oversee the financial and operation elements of the club. He also went on to say that he feels confident that AC Syracuse Pulse will be able to complete its first season and very much looked forward to AC Syracuse Pulse completing a successful first season. Now, John Franchante did ask Steve Johnson that if Samir Belsing is still involved with the club, and, and Steve Johnson said that Samir continues to take on some responsibility per our agreements, but he will be working towards completing separation by the end of the season. AC Syracuse and Nisa are focused on ensuring this inaugural season is fruitful for both the club and the league, and we are always looking at the long-term health of our clubs. So if you are the Salt state supporters group member for AC Syracuse Pulse and, of course, a fan of AC Syracuse Pulse, you got to take this as a positive step. As I alluded to in my previous episode, new investors taking over the club and everything and looking at it from a league perspective, the fact that NISA will not, keyword, will not be propping this team – and that they were able to find a new investor so quickly to take over this club, I would say is quite impressive. And this is positive for the league moving forward. And my hope is that with this new leadership taking over AC Syracuse Pulse, that they can help build that fan base. This team has not had a home game yet. They will this Sunday. So it will be interesting to see how many fans show up for the opening match. I know they've been marking the heck to sell those tickets for that game but I also want to see the new leadership connect with the Salt City supporters group as I mentioned they're very vocal especially on social media but I hope the new worship group connects with them and you know address any concerns they might have and do what they can to market this team moving forward connect with the local news stations in Syracuse tell them what you're about what you're going to do in the community and everything and what kind of stuff you're going to do at the stadium. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing more about that and sell those tickets and, and market on social media to, to build that connection. So I think the future, now that it's been resolved, this, the financial issues have been resolved, looks bright for AC Syracuse Pulse. And looking forward to see what his new ownership does for the club moving forward. Now let's talk about their neighbors in western New York. Flower City Union, they announced that their next home match on Wednesday, May 4th will be played at Vendetta Stadium in Batavia, New York, instead of Rochester Community Sports Complex due to venue conflicts. Chattanooga FC, they recently announced that they have signed Chris Bermudez. He used to play for New Amsterdam FC, and he's also played with the Greenville Triumph in USL League One and the Real Monarchs. And finally, Cal United Strikers FC, they have announced that they have sold out their upcoming U.S. Open Cup match against the LA Galaxy on May 11th. Now, when this tweet went live a few days ago, I was just keeping my eye on it. And like three hours later, they announced that the match was sold out already. I was like, what? Like, that's crazy. And looking forward to watching that match in a couple weeks to see you know, the, how the both teams are gonna respond with the, the, the fans and usually you don't get a sellout match for an open cup game in the middle of the week. So that's gonna be very curious to watch and we'll see if Cal United Strikers FC can keep the run going for Nisa. Now, Cal United Strikers have already gotten himself some banner on Twitter. Now I saw on there that at Civi 97. At SIVVY97, he tweeted that saying, respectfully, you are going to get smoked in two weeks. And Cal United, they responded on Twitter saying, well, at least you said respectfully. <laughs> and so it's cool to see the Cal United strikers FC social media people, you know, getting in the banner a little bit. So very uh, cool to see that. And uh, I'm looking forward to that matchup, guys. Can't wait to watch. Now, that concludes the news segment. Now, let's get into my predictions for Match Week 6 in Nisa. All right, everyone. Here we go. My predictions for Match Week 6 in Nisa. It's what you all been waiting on the show for, right? <laughs> and this will be the first time we have all 10 teams playing this weekend. So it's going to be very interesting to see how some of these teams have been off for a couple weeks and how they get back in rhythm playing in their matchups this weekend. Let's start with the match tonight. Valley United FC hosting LA Force. Now, Valley United, they've been on great form. They haven't lost a game. 11 points, leading the West Division. But they're playing an LA Force team that's been really struggling. And you're wondering, are they going to get their mojo? Who's going to score the goals? They only scored one goal so far in like three matches. And Valley United FC, they are trying to keep their clean sheet streak going. It's for four matches. They have not given up a goal, which has been very impressive. And their goalkeeper, Javi Almeido been making crazy save after save after save in these past couple matchups for Valley United FC. On top of that, they are known for playing this possession-based type of soccer, keeping the keep keeping the ball away from their opponents, and that's been frustrating a lot of their opponents so far. And that's how Valley United FC has been successful. And for LA Force, I don't know who's going to score the goals. I know. They haven't played, and I don't know what to expect from this team going into tonight's matchup. You keep thinking they're finally going to get the goals going, just like Cal United and Bay Cities in their matchup this past weekend, but I just don't see it. I I don't see in this matchup. I think Valley United FC is going to win this match 2-0, and they're going to keep their clean sheet going into the next week. Now, let's talk about Saturday's matchups. We have three matchups on Saturday. Maryland Bobcats FC will be hosting Michigan Stars FC. Now, the Maryland Bobcats FC, they going into this match have been on great form. Their attack has been solid. They've scored 11 goals, 11 goals so far. And you have Elijah Amo and Darren Espinall leading the way in the league at the top goal scorers. Michigan Stars, on the other hand, they have not played since April 9th against Flower City Union. And, you know, I'm not sure what to ex- expect since they've been off for a bit. But I know Trevor Banks, the head coach, has been preparing this team for the past couple of weeks. I'm seeing on social media some photos and stuff of the videos of them training and they're looking good. And I know Michigan stars FC They're Even though they only play one game against flower State union, their defense looked pretty good. So these two teams, I think it's going to be a, a, a close game of a, a battle between these two sides. You got the Maryland Bobcats FC and Michigan stars FC two contrasting styles battling it out. But I think in the end that match is going to end in a draw. So I'm going to go with a 1-1 draw. Both teams get the points. And that's my thoughts on that matchup. Chattanooga FC will be hosting Flower City Union. And Chattanooga FC, I know they've only played two matches. I know some people are concerned about their form. But look, as I mentioned, Coach Rod Underwood getting his players to adapt to his system. It's going to take time. Now, I know they haven't played a match since April 15th. They've only had an Open Cup match, a couple Open Cup matches, with uh, Atlanta United and Memphis 901 in between. But the two matchups in the league have been against Valley United FC and the Maryland Bobcats, the top teams in each division. So I think this is the matchup where Chattanooga FC is going to turn it on and get the goals going in this matchup. Fire City Union, this is a team that's been struggling. And I expect that Fire City Union is gonna, you know, try to park the bus to slow down Chattanooga FC from scoring goals. But in the end, I think Chattanooga FC is gonna break through that defense and get some goals. I predict that Ian Ciro and Brett Jones are gonna be the goal scorers in this matchup for Chattanooga FC. And they will win this matchup 2-0 against Flower City Union. All right, let's get into the final match for Saturday night. We have Bay Cities FC hosting Albion San Diego. Now, Albion San Diego, they're looking to get back on track after they got shut out 3-0 at home to Valley United FC, while Bay Cities FC looks to bounce back after a tough loss against Cal United Strikers. This past weekend. So you have two teams. Kind of evens out. Trying to get back on track. And I think. What's going to be curious. Because right now you got. Val United FC and Cal United Strikers. That top two teams in the West Division right now. And then you're also going to have. In my opinion. Albion. Bay Cities. And LA Forest battling for that final playoff spot. That's just the way it's looking at. Right now, and Albion San Diego, you know the X factor to me is going to be the form of Mayela Malongo. You know when he was at New Hampshire FC, scoring a bunch of goals, carrying that team throughout the season. Since he's been at Albion San Diego, Mayela Malongo has been kind of up and down lately with his form. He's only scored one goal. I'm curious to know if Miele Malongo is going to become that threat for the offense for Albion San Diego. Meanwhile, Bay City's FC against Cal United Strikers in their last matchup. And Bay City's, look, I know the team has been on a three-game losing streak, but Bay Cities FC, they are finally being able to score goals, which I know has been a struggle for them. And I think they're going to carry that momentum into this matchup. So Bay cities you know, after a slow start, trying to get things figured out, now they're finally getting the goals. And I think they're going to put that together with a good performance on Saturday night to beat Albion San Diego 2-1. to one and snap that three-match losing streak. All right, let's move on to the Sunday matchup. AC Syracuse Pulse hosting Cal United Strikers FC. Cal United Strikers FC, they finally were able to get goals in this matchup. I'm sorry, in their last matchup against Bay FC, scoring four goals. And they hadn't scored that many with the exception of their Open Cup match Earlier this month when they were playing San Fernando Valley FC where they scored five goals. Now, they did shut out the LA force in between that time. But people were wondering when Cal United Strikers FC were going to turn the Jets on. And they finally did last week against Bay City's FC. Even though it was a very entertaining game. Now, they're going across the country to Syracuse. And let's see if they can carry that momentum. I certainly think they can because... AC Syracuse Pulse, they have not played a game, guys, okay, since I believe April 9th, right? Yeah, April 9th, that was the last game they played against the Maryland Bobcats, and they lost that game 3-1. So AC Syracuse Pulse, they'll be well-rested, but they haven't played. So I don't know if they're going to be able to match Cat United Strikers, who are kind of on fire right now because they're, you know, they're trying to keep up with Val United FC. So I think Cal United is going to go in this match and they're just going to take it to AC Syracuse pulse. And I'm going to say Cal United is going to win this game three to one and AC Syracuse pulse, you know, with all the distractions they've had going on with the, the ownership and not getting paid, and now finally getting that sorted out. It'll be interesting to see how they respond. I think they're going to go at it with Cal United Strikers, keep it close. But in the end, I think Cal United Strikers won this one three to one. So that is my predictions for match week six in Nisa. Alright, everyone, well, that concludes today's episode for Nice Today FC. If you have any comments, feedback, or suggestions, you can reach out to me on Twitter at JTTaylor88. And if you like the show and want to keep up with all the latest updates, you can follow us on our social media pages or on Facebook at Nice Today FC. We're also on Twitter at nisa underscore today fc and we're also on instagram at nisa underscore today fc you guys enjoy all the matchups this weekend and i'll see you next time